the perfect video store. Welcome to Blockbuster Video. Is popping up all over the country. There's one near you. Blockbuster Video. Wow, what a difference. Welcome to Nerddom with Taylor and Andrew. I'm Andrew. I'm Taylor. I've never wanted to do the like horn sound more. The horn the, sound, like the honk, the honk, honk, honk. Yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It was something about the way that you said that. I was trying to invoke you walking into a blockbuster. Hi. Yeah, that's very fitting. Welcome to Nerddom. <laughs> I'm Andrew. How can I help you today? Taylor, we're talking about Blockbuster Video. Yes. The store uh, as our main subject today because, one, you had expressed to me that you loved going to Blockbuster as a kid, which... It was a big part of my childhood. I also loved going to Blockbuster, but I worked at a Blockbuster for a full calendar year. Wow. Yeah. One Incredible. Of, one of the worst years of my life. <laughs> spent in a blockbuster and i have many (laughs) many stories including i'm able to tell them here's a little blockbuster tidbit for you so when i started my job at blockbuster they gave you a contract to sign the contract was about this like this (gasps) many like like a full like inch that's like a full two inches yeah of papers you had to like go through and sign one of them being if you Anything that happens at Blockbuster, you are not allowed to... You just signed an NDA. <laughs> basically an NDA for five years. Like, you're not allowed to... I think the idea was, not that you're not allowed to talk about it, that you can't turn an experience of yours at a Blockbuster into, like, an idea that would then become, like, a movie or a TV show or a book or a comic or something that you could then, like, monetize off of after you could you could after five years but basically i left blockbuster in 2004 so i wouldn't have been able to do anything with that until 2009 weird right that's weird it is so weird and like it was like anything that you create while you're at blockbuster and five years after is like intellectual property of blockbuster am i missing something here (laughs) It was a very weird thing. I don't That's like weird because I, it's the okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, because my perception of Blockbuster is that it's just a video store. Oh, how wrong could you be? <laughs> how wrong could you be? It was not like, just. It was a place that families came to come together, man. <laughs> it was way more than a video store, dude. Like, I just remember, like, the people that worked at Blockbuster basically just had two jobs, two and a half jobs, in my experience. Mm-hmm. So maybe you will enlighten me and tell me about how they were not doing their jobs correctly then. Because, <laughs> because they basically were just, like, you know, behind the, the counter at yeah. the cash register or whatever to check people out. Mm-hmm. Restocking things. Yep. And, like, you know, doing the going through returns and everything. And... Sometimes, if you asked nicely, showing you where something was. <laughs> oh. 
how little you know about the job at Blockbuster. You're forgetting about the about the parts where we sleep on the job. You're forgetting about the times where we eat on the job. But you know, you see what I'm saying, though, right? It's just like that's it seems like a very like like very um like I didn't have to sign an NDA to work at Chick Fil A. Is yes. what I'm trying to say. Yes. And There's like, not... why? What is the creativity there? That so, is the I. What is the IP? I, I think that the so what ended up happening, this is my experience at Blockbuster, was I started as a customer service representative and I held that job for three months because after three months they said, we got a sucker on the line here. Let's put him in management. You were a manager? I was a manager after three months. At 19 years old, I was a manager at a Blockbuster. So I what ended up happening was suddenly not just working in video rental and and all that stuff, recommending movies and whatever. Um, I was suddenly going to corporate meetings and like we went to this building below the West Seattle bridge. That was like our local blockbuster headquarters. And I would sit in on these meetings where we talk about corporate, corporate synergy strategies and things like that, including a very felt like nefarious meeting at the time where it's like, we have this secret plan to take over Hollywood video, which was the other big video rental chain at the time by buying the majority shares in the company and then blockbuster video taking over Hollywood, that Hollywood video that way. And like all these like, like corporate heads just like rubbing their like hands together, talking about this. And I'm just like, what a, where am I? What the fuck is this? Like, I came here to like, you know, cause it's like, you would do these like monthly meetings where it's like, this is the quota we want to meet on this thing. And, um, this is the strategies we're implementing going forward, this sort of thing. And then it was like, here's how we're going to make more money. Steal so companies. Weird. It was so weird. Was Blockbuster headquartered in Seattle? No, it was just like, that was the place that like the, at least in like the greater Seattle area, that was like the place that all the managers would go to, to then talk to like the district manager about like what our goals were. Did you work on the, in the blockbuster on Broadway? No, I worked at, there's a blockbuster. It's no longer, there's no longer any of them except for one. Right. Right. Um, But it was in, there was one Greenwood that now is the, uh, Snapdoodle Toys and Bartell Drugs building. There used to be a Blockbuster okay. in there with those other two buildings. And then there was one on Holman Road near, uh, there's a McDonald's Chevron <clears throat> over there near the Petco. And in there yeah. is now like a urgent care and that used to be a Blockbuster. Oh, interesting. So those were wow. the two Blockbusters I worked at. <clears throat> the Blockbuster that I used to go to is now just an empty um, abandoned building. Which one was that? It was the Blockbuster on Riverside Parkway. Yeah. In Lawrenceville, Georgia. It's, I mean, like, I don't miss. Or maybe it's, actually, last time I was there, I think it was a bakery. I think it was a, like, Salvadorian bakery, actually, and I really wanted to go. But that was recent. For a long time, it just sat there very empty. (laughs) I don't miss, I don't miss Blockbuster video as, like, a business. But I do kind of miss, like, that feeling like because i'm sure you had the same experience when you were a kid just roaming the aisles oh it's awesome begging your parents to rent this movie 
even though you've probably rented it 14 times, you know, like just, I want to watch Turtles 3 again. Let me watch the Ninja Turtles go back in time. Yeah, Blockbuster was awesome. It's so weird to think now of how different our media consumption is. Yeah. Like now, because yeah, it was like, we would go to Blockbuster... I think like once every couple weeks. I think maybe it was once a week my dad would go on like a Friday to yeah. get like the movies that him and my mom would watch over the weekend. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like it was like that kind of thing. It was like we'd go to Blockbuster. Dad would get movie like a movie that him and my mom wanted to watch that was like way not appropriate uh-huh. for me and my sister or something. You know, um, we'd get like a movie for like all of us to watch, and my sister and I would either look for like a movie that we wanted to see or do go to the best part was the video games um section that we would be able to go and rent a video game for our playstation which was just so fun i um when i was a kid i was and i think we talked about in the video game episode i loved final fantasy games so much as a Mm -hmm. kid and i still love them today but I was so excited because Final Fantasy VII was like the first one to come out on the PlayStation, and I didn't own a PlayStation at the time. Um, and you could rent out systems from Blockbuster. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was under the... Because, like, we had just played on cartridges, and so, like, you could save to the cartridge. And so when we... My mom, like, rented me a PlayStation and then Final Fantasy VII, because I was just, like, so... And I it was, like, the happiest day of my life that she did that. <laughs> and... I like played for like six hours and then realized you can't save because you needed a memory card. And I had no oh. concept of that whatsoever. Oh, so yeah. when I eventually bought a PlayStation and Final Fantasy VII, I had to redo that whole six hour yeah. chunk because I just couldn't save. It was yeah. like the most heartbreaking thing because I was just accustomed to saving on to whatever thing you're playing itself. on. Yeah. Yeah. Wow so weird so weird but yeah and now it's just like there aren't video stores i mean there are ni- there are niche ones you know like we have right, scarecrow in seattle yeah they're niche like rental play where you can get like dvds yeah and like movies and stuff but like it's not like how it was because they were everywhere they were ever i mean like i they were everywhere it was like starbucks <laughs> there was a i was reading on the the wiki for blockbuster i think at, at its peak there were like eight thousand stores yeah and there is literally one blockbuster that exists yeah that to me is wild i mean that is so wild it's not it's not wild when you think about what (laughs) what they did and how they ran their business but to think i mean i guess it's surprising that there's even one left well, isn't it privately owned now? It is privately one? owned. At its peak, there were 9,000 stores. Excuse me. There were 80,000 employees. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Just a stack. And that was in 2004. So I was a part of that peak. Um, <laughs> but it's, yeah, I it just is. It was so, it was ubiquitous. Like you mean, like you said, like it was like Starbucks where it's just like, there's a star, there's a blockbuster. There can't be a blockbuster more than like three miles from your house. And now it's like, yeah, yeah, you can go to Bend, Oregon, and go to yeah, the one you remaining can drive blockbuster. Five hours, <clears throat> and go to which uh, I stopped in Bend on the way down to California during a road trip. Yeah, last summer, 
uh we my partner and i wanted to go to the last blockbuster and we did but it wasn't open and it didn't open until like 10 a.m i think and we got there at nine so it was like a situation where like we're not gonna wait an hour (laughs) just to roam the aisles (laughs) and then leave yeah Yeah. so we like took some photos right outside of it but i do want to go because blockbuster is just such a like i don't know it's just very nostalgic that's what it is it's very nostalgic like thing because i remember like I've only ever had good experiences at Blockbuster because I just went as a kid and it was always like a fun thing. It was always like a renting a new movie, renting a uh, video game that otherwise I wouldn't be able to play because it was too expensive. I had a great time when I went as a kid. I mean, that's why I got a job there was that like I had the best time and I thought like, how could I not have fun talking about movies all day? And then quickly realized that, oh, the company doesn't give a shit about you and treats you like shit. Yeah. I feel like that's what it must be like to work for Disney. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, my God, I get to, like, work for this company that's, like, put so much magic, given my life so much magic, and then you just get, like, corporate steamrolled. There's an episode of The Simpsons where they go to Itchy and Scratchy Land, which is their Disneyland, and they go to a place that's called TGI McScratchies, which is, like, a... They're celebrating New Year's over and over again. And so it's, like... Hey, everybody, it's New Year's again. Here we go. And they do the countdown and they theoretically do it like 24 times a day. And so yeah. <laughs> uh, Marge says to one of the employees, it must be so fun to celebrate the new year over and over again. He just goes, please kill me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I have a little game for you. Ooh, okay. Blockbuster themed. I have, I cultivated some slogans. Oh, and boy. they made up some slogans. So you're going to tell me which is real, which is fake. Are these slogans for Blockbuster? For Blockbuster. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to know any of these. I think you might. You'll recognize some. Okay. I'm going to start you off on an easy you one. You know, I think my dad still has his Blockbuster card. I do too. I have mine somewhere as well. Wow. Yeah. A relic. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Be kind. Rewind. Oh, I don't think that was Blockbuster. It was Blockbuster. It was? <laughs> it was. Okay. I wasn't sure because I thought that was from a movie. It is a movie. It is a movie, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, okay. But it did originate from Blockbuster? Yes. Oh, fascinating. Okay. Learn something new every day. Watch with us. I'm not going to get these. <laughs> I'm just not going to get... No. Correct. That is a fake one that I made up. Okay. Uh, bring the good times home. It sounds like let the good times roll. Mm-hmm. Which is a song. Which is a song. Correct. <laughs> the other one was a movie. This one could be a song. Bring the good times home. Uh, yes. That is real. Yeah. What about, wow, what a difference. Blockbuster video. I'm trying to stare at you through the Zoom to try to get you to break or not. Wow. What a difference. Blockbuster video. I'm going to say yes because it's a stupid. It is very stupid and very real. Yeah. Say no to DVR. Say yes to DVD. No. (laughs) That's true. 100%. There's no way. (laughs) Dang it. 
That's one that you pitched as a 19 year old in those meetings, and everyone just like pretended that you Moved weren't on. there. <laughs> like, didn't even respond to it. What about <laughs> make it a blockbuster night? Make it a blockbuster night. If this isn't blockbuster, this is like DiGiorno. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's a good slogan. It's not delivery. It's Blockbuster. It's Blockbuster. I'm going to say yes. It is real. Yeah. Um, The Cure for the Boring Date. Okay, I think this is a real slogan, but not for Blockbuster. If it is, I don't know what it is because I made it up. Nice. That's a good one. Thank the you. The Cure for the Boring Date. That's all, folks. I guess it's not generic enough for a... Because uh, Blockbuster... Okay, all right. Anyways. What about... That's all, folks. And the commercial, just to be clear, is them holding Porky Pig at knife, knife point. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, say it. <laughs> say the line. Is that an actual option that I'm supposed to say yes, yes. or no to? Yes. No. It is. That's all. Folks. It is. Yeah. They got permission to use that. I guess so. Wow, that's impressive. This is also. These are all off of corporpedia.com, so I don't know if these are real or not. But that's according. <laughs> okay, last two. Are you ready? <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking up corporpedia. <laughs> I think that was what it was. Okay, I literally tried to Google it and it came up with nothing and I think I'm on a list because it has the, <laughs> it has Pedia in it. I will. I'll send you a link later. Okay. Okay, last two. To play is human, to rewind is divine. <laughs> I think Taylor's doing a spit take. I can't. She is off. I almost spit my tea everywhere. <laughs> I got it down, though. We're good. But wow. Yeah. <laughs> Can you say that one again? To play is human. To rewind is divine. I want that tattooed on my body. Right? <laughs> I want that as my tramp stamp. Like Now, here's the question. When you get it tattooed on your body, is it is it uh, attributed to Blockbuster or to me? It's cheap. It's, I, that has to be. You had to have come up with that. That is a blockbuster slogan. Again, according wow. to the website, that is a real slogan. That's a good one. Right? To rewind is, is divine. divine. Is divine. Okay, last one. The VCR is mightier than the sword. That's you. That is me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. To play, to play is, human. is human, to rewind is divine. Isn't that wild? That's so good. It's, so, <laughs> it's too, cl like, I will, <clears throat> it's one, it's too clever for me to have come up with, but it also feels too clever for them to have used. It just, like, it's. it sounds like a line from, like, an epic fantasy. Yeah. Like, the sage old, like. The Gandalf like, said it to. Gandalf <laughs> says it to Frodo. You know what I mean? Take the ring, Frodo, and don't forget. And don't forget to, to play, play as human. As human. <laughs> but to rewind is divine. 
Now keep it tight. Keep it tight. Maybe we can bring uh, Blockbuster back by just leaning really hard into this slogan. <laughs> right. It's right? so good. It's so I, good. I'm shocked. Also, what are you rewinding though? Good point. Very you know, good point. You know? This is okay. It has to be part of the. We have to bring back VCRs and VHSs. Yeah. Also, so when I when I first started Blockbuster it was in 2003, and so DVDs are like a relatively new thing there are still plenty of people running vhs's so we had a bay of eight rewinders because not many people heeded the be kind rewind really request interesting so we had a bay of eight rewinders you just go pop 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 and then they you just have like a yeah you just go yeah amazing just like Thinking about ancient technology, thinking about like having a thing yeah. that is a dedicated rewind machine is like, it feels like, it feels like I, lifetimes ago. I, my hair is literally turning gray, like as I'm sitting here. <clears throat> yeah. Like, wow. I, I know I'm, I'm older than you and I'm older yeah. than, you know, but like, I'm not an extremely old person. And like, no, that was something not. that happened to me in my adulthood was using those machines that makes me scared for myself (laughs) like what what are we using right now exactly that's gonna be like in like because like what was that for you like 15 years ago uh almost 20 yeah like that's not that long ago no and so it's like now me thinking now okay like sitting okay like what how you said you were like 19 18 19 like I was like 18, I, I, 2012 yeah. is when I was 18. It's like, what what were we doing in 2012 that I can already kind of look at and be like, oh yeah, no, that's, <laughs> that, that we're done with that. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like there's any like major thing. The Mayan calendar was <laughs> certainly. Did not age well from 2012. Bring it back. <laughs> Let's try this again. The world try is ending again. in May. Be kind, rewind. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. There's just like, I feel like there isn't anything. I mean, I guess, well, I don't, I really don't know. Is there anything that is like, I feel like streaming. We were like right in the thick of it's happening. Yeah. In 2012. Yes. Like, like I don't. Two, I think I feel like that those those tens, those early tens, were when that like shift really started happening. Started like, happening because really I think I was. I think it was like 2010 or 11 that I like first started using Netflix, which was the mail to your house DVD service. Right. And I don't even think they started streaming until like. 2013 or something like that I so you're remember, probably right i remember having netflix early in college yeah and yes i think it was very like new do you remember when blockbuster tried their own netflix service no it was like the last attempt of like we have to like we're trying They're to keep like up with. death throw and so like I I was like an early I signed up for it because like my my old boss was still working at the blockbuster that I used to work at and she was just like I will I'll give you like a discount on this but I just need like another sale. <laughs> we need another sale and so I was just like okay sure like I you know 
I knew it was, I knew the end of Blockbuster was coming and eventually I would have signed up for Netflix. So I was like, well, if I'm getting the same service and I can help out like this friend of mine, right? then I'll do it. Right. But it was like a, this is a desperate, like yeah. last go of like, if we can make this work, we'll be okay. Yeah. Wow. That is so wild. I'm having a full on, this is going to be something I have to unpack with my therapist, I think. <laughs> I think like a full on like I don't know what do you call this? Does this have a word where you're just like thinking back to things while you are still alive, but like feeling like <laughs> you should have been dead? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, talking about the rewind machine sort of gave me that that feeling too of like there's no way I was alive during that point, like. I also think about that in the sense of like my grandparents used to have the turn knob televisions. Uh, yeah. And it's just like the oh. fact that we now have a, you know, televisions that have a uh, one remote that can take you from one button will take you from Disney plus to Netflix or, you know, whatever. Right. <clears throat> versus like a television where you go one, you two, have to get three, to four. change the, yeah. My, I remember my, like, the pride and joy in our house for a really long time was um, our big screen TV. Yeah. Those giant boxes that were, like, it was, like... Like, 18 inches of television behind the screen. Yes. It was, like, it was, like, a armoire-sized television, like, just sitting. I remember that was, like, a huge deal. Yeah. And I, when I say 18 inches, I don't mean, like, wide. I mean in the back. Like No, it, yeah, like depth. From the front of the TV to the back of the TV. <laughs> like, width, height, and then the depth. You could have easily like, fit a person uh, in there. <laughs> oh, easily. Yes. <laughs> I used to think that there were people in it. Yeah? And, like, like yeah. Yeah, no, seriously. Like, I thought that, you know, because I was a kid. I was mm-hmm. so young. And oh, that you would, like, like the... that there was, like, people in there performing yeah, the... Yeah, doing the... Yes, exactly. I thought people lived in it. Yeah. <laughs> and but when yeah, you found no, out just... last year that that's not true, that must have been earth-shattering to you. <laughs> yeah, I had to go away for a little while. <laughs> yeah, really, break, like, yeah. piece, piece my mind back together. <laughs> Real... You went on the... the the Appalachian Trail. You did like a wild <laughs> self-discovery thing. That whole eat, pray, love uh, situation that I had to go through. Full of other people who are just discovering that there were not people in their TV. Yeah. <laughs> Adjacent to the group of people who've just learned that Santa wasn't real. Yeah. Every in the we should do like a every year. The more you know, every year, more and more people are finding out. It's like the ASPCA commercials instead of like rescuing. Every year, a new person finds out that there are not real people in their televisions. Will you please lend a, lend a helping hand and donate three dollars? This sounds like uh, it could be a. I think you should leave sketch. Let's pitch it, Tim. Tim Robinson, you listening? Sir? We've got an idea, sir. Uh, no, I I saw a video. Um, like two days ago on Instagram, I think that was this a oh, woman had brought her two kids uh to it must be like a like a vacation, like an Airbnb or a VRBO or something. Or 
whatever. Yeah. And it was like a video of her like oldest daughter who looked to be about 14 or 15, I would say. Uh-huh. And sh- they had a phone like on the um on the wall, like a a wired like wall phone. I know like exactly what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and it was this video and like the video starts and this daughter, like 15 year old is like picking it up and like as a joke. And she's like, oh, look at this. And she like, picks it up. She puts it up. She goes, hello. And then she goes, oh my God, it's making noise. Yeah. And her mom was like, yeah, it, it's a phone. And she's like, what do you mean? And she's like, like, she's like, she's, I, she's like, that's the dial tone. You can like call, call someone. Yeah. She's like, are you serious? She's like, this works. <laughs> And so then it's this video of her calling, like using the phone on the wall to call her mom's cell phone. Yeah. And just her just like discovering that this thing works and like learning how it works and like using, then there's like another video of her like using a, uh, another like, um like landline phone that looks like a rotary phone, but isn't, you know, that style yeah. where they kept the rotary phone, but they didn't keep the actual rotary. Yeah. <laughs> um and so it's them like pressing the buttons and the calling their cell phones mm-hmm. and like answering it and being so shocked that they could talk to each other on like a cell phone like an iphone and like on the landline phone yeah. like on the handset and i was just like watching it and i was like yeah that makes a lot of sense i was like i mean how long is it gonna be like i'm impressed that they like knew it was a phone right it doesn't look like what you imagine like people do the you know thumb index pinky finger thing to to signify a phone that's not what phones look like anymore no i mean i guess like but, office settings you still use those to like you still have the like handle phone but yeah, for like a whole generation phone. of like kids who don't go to offices or something that would be like a stark revelation of what like what are you doing with your like, hand like how is, is that, that a phone to you because <laughs> the yeah. phone is just like a flat hello you know like you just put the palm of your hand to your face and that's a phone yeah well it's just like it reminds me of because I was like watching this video and I was just kind of like delighting in these kids because it was like a 15 year old and her younger sister who looked to be around like seven or eight, I would say, yeah. like a little bit younger. I was like just delighting in these kids, like just being so like delighted. They were so happy worked. to figure out this thing. Yeah, that yeah. it worked. And they were like, they were like asking all these questions about how it worked and all this stuff. And I just like had this moment where I was like, oh man, this is so weird because I'm having the experience right now that my parents had when I was younger and I didn't know how to use a rotary phone. Yeah. And they were like, just delighted that I had no idea how to use it. Right. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Also, do you know how ancient we sound saying the term rotary phone? Like, I know. I wonder how many people we know have used a rotary phone because like my grandma yeah. had one but like we didn't have one at my house growing up we we had the we didn't touch have button. one at my house yeah but i had used one i know how to use them yeah and i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I wonder if my grandparents had one or something <clears throat> they must that's have why. i mean that, that's the only have. reason i knew how to use one is because my that was how my grandma called my mom was yeah I know it's just so weird because I then think to about my sister who's 11. Yeah. And I don't think she's ever seen a landline phone in her life. <laughs> yeah. Why would she? I know that like cable companies are still trying to pawn off having a landline on you by like making cable cheaper by having them. 
But yeah, like, what is with that? I don't know. What is I, their deal? I don't understand why that's a benefit to them. Like, I think it's yeah. just like, it must just be like, I, yeah, I don't even know. Like, is it, it's their own company. So it's not like they're getting a bonus. Like they create the incentive for it for themselves. Like, I don't know why. Maybe it's just because it's like, uh, like, Ooh, it, here's an interesting one. Uh huh. Anyways, sorry. It's, <laughs> okay. I guess it's, I think it's something with funding, like corp, like, uh, ah. Joe Biden. Joe? It's Joe Biden. Every time they see. Like, um, something with like funding being tied to landlines. Every time a uh, an Xfinity salesman sells a package with a landline, they're on the phone. Joe? An angel gets its wings. Joe, we did it. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I don't know. It is super weird. Yeah. Like, why? <clears throat> oh, that brings me to a story, a Blockbuster story. So, um, towards the towards my end time at Blockbuster, they made a deal. I think they got bought out by DirecTV eventually, but um, we were selling DirecTV. Maybe, have I told this story before? We I don't were, know, maybe. We sold DirecTV units out of Blockbusters, and so, like, the thing that they used to like promote that was we had a direct TV set up in the store and it was supposed to only play this like direct TV channel, which is like, Hey, I'm Mario Lopez with direct TV and here's all the great channels you get. And it's like a thing that runs for like 45 minutes over and over again. But it also, the thing that they uh, made a mistake, they fucked up is it included the entire direct TV channel package. So like I, made a mistake by crossing our district manager and made him very mad at me. And, um, I was relegated to one shift a week, which was Sunday mornings. And so I just sat and watched TV. I watched like Nicktoons TV for like hours of the day. <laughs> and just like, was like, well, if I'm here and nobody's coming in, I'm just going to watch TV. And so I just sat and watched. Yeah. It sounds like Nicktoons the dream, TV. the dream schedule of like, yeah. Oh, a Sunday morning. You mean, well, for me in the South, I'd be like, Oh, you mean when everyone's at church? That was, I mean like, you know, Seattle's not a super religious place, but also like people just kind of want their Sunday mornings to themselves regardless. So like mm -hmm. they weren't coming in to rent a video at 10 AM on a Sunday. Yeah. Who, what? And so it was great for me. I think he thought it was, he was punching me and like, I was ready to quit at that point anyways. So it was like, okay, fine. I get paid uh, like, you know, whatever it was, $7 an hour to sit and just watch TV. wild that, and that was in like, what, 2004, Four. 2003? Yeah. Like, the minimum wage has not increased that much. No. That was 20 years ago. I mean, and the minimum wage is like 7 well, maybe it's more now, but it was seven twenty-five. At least up until very recently. Yeah, I mean, like in Seattle, the minimum wage is fifteen, but like right. nationally, yeah, it's just like it's. I was making seven, seven ninety-five an hour in two thousand four. Yeah, the minimum wage in Alabama is seven twenty-five. That's not enough. Yeah, like, I know like, the cost of living is lower in Alabama than it is here. Or in other places, 
That's still not enough to live off of. Yeah, the federal minimum minimum wage right now is seven twenty five. That's wild. That is wild. And that's basically what I was getting paid in two thousand three and four. Yeah, that's so wild. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's awful. That's awful. Um, awful. 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 I'll tell so, you some so, good. I'll tell you some good oh. blockbuster stories. Okay. Like time Wait. to write. Oh, go ahead. Before we, before you do, yeah. just because I, the relevancy of this is fading really fast. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, you mentioned Mario Lopez, and I started laughing because you mentioning Mario Lopez. Maybe you remember Mario Lopez existed, and then because it's blockbuster, it made me think of like movies, uh-huh. and it reminded me of when Mario Lopez played Colonel Sanders in the KFC movie. They, that's right. There was like a lifetime. <laughs> movie about the colonel (laughs) mario lopez played the colonel that is an absolutely (laughs) insane choice it's really funny but like that that got made that there were so many levels of like also like they could have they could have like done it and like just alluded to him being colonel sanders in a very like tasteful way but they didn't. Did you watch that movie? I no. I watched a YouTube video of somebody else watching the movie. <laughs> okay. I think it was like Drew Gooden. Maybe did like a video. That on seems it. right. Um, which it felt like because I don't think the movie's very long. I think it's only like it seems like a kid. There, there's it's a really short. Yeah. Let me see if I can find the name of this. I'm gonna look up Mario Lopez on IMDb. Mario Lopez. Colonel Sanders. Recipe for seduction. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's a called it's a mini movie. Yes. Uh it was made in it was released in December 13th of 2020. 15 you know, minutes the long. World, 15 minutes. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I was like I feel like it was only 20 minutes long. So 15 minutes. I when the world needed it most, KFC <laughs> answered the like, call. <laughs> wow, things have been really hard this year. Here's a 15-minute movie of <laughs> Colonel Sanders. I was talking about this with somebody the other day. The sort of, like, de- like desperation we had for content at, like, that point in the pandemic <laughs> yeah, it was, was like, it was so funny because, like, like, sports had stopped. So, like, the sports that we got was, like, basketball players playing horse on their phones. Like, it was, like, Chris Paul would like do a shot and he'd be like, now Allie Quigley, you do that shot. And it was just like this, but I was like, yes, thank <laughs> you. Something new. <laughs> I like remember in late 2020 that there being articles being put out about how we were going to run out of content. <laughs> like Netflix couldn't like, cause everything stopped, like yeah. all production on everything stopped. And so, and nobody w- could go anywhere. So all, a lot of people had to do was just sit and watch TV. Yeah. And so like, I do remember there being just like news articles or like reporting done yeah. on like, we're going to run out of stuff to watch. Yeah. <laughs> In like a sort of panic. <laughs> like, what are we going to do? I is that's such a funny notion to me because you can't, in your lifetime, you would you not be able to watch, watch everything. everything. Yeah. You can't watch everything. And now it's just so funny because now Netflix is in like, I mean, not real trouble, but because they like basically everyone subscribed to Netflix in 2020. Right. 
they like have all their customers and they thought and they like can't grow well they also I, I i assume they thought like this is it's going to be like this forever like everybody's going to be subscribed we're going to be at this level continuing forward like yeah and it was because well, their, their issue is like so much of like tech is about growth and their yeah. user base cannot grow anymore it right. can only go down yeah and so they're like um trying to kind of like I, I don't know there's a lot of anyways i don't want to talk about stocks but <laughs> there's a lot of stuff yeah <laughs> with netflix i just find it so funny that we're so like i don't know like I, literally everyone had a netflix account so it's just kind of like we did it like yeah. netflix did it right <laughs> okay but anyway so that just reminded me when you said mario Lopez, oh yes just, I, that's why i started giggling because i was like <laughs> colonel sanders but okay, so good, good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Blockbuster. Um, like I had fun at the job. Every you know, yeah. like it was, it was like a, it was a slog most of the time. But like we found ways to have fun. Like we would get these big cardboard cutouts of like actors to like put in the window, so you'd get oh, like, yeah. uh, you'd get Orlando Bloom as Legolas or you know whoever. And so, but the cardboard cutouts are life size, so you'd get these big boxes that like encapsulated the the cardboard cutout. So me and my coworker Travis f- played this game called box jousting where we'd both put the giant boxes over our bodies and then just run straight at each other. <laughs> this is a very like jackassy stunt. <laughs> just we had the most fun probably giving each other concussions, but like just that is so funny. <laughs> finding a spot in the store where like the cameras couldn't see us. Yeah. So like we can't get in trouble with corporate or our other bosses. And so like we would just like because sometimes like even though both of us were managers, we would be like the only people who could work like a Friday night. Right. And so like big rushes would happen and then it's like dead for two hours. So we're just like, I guess we just entertain ourselves. So we would just put on giant boxes and then just run straight forward at each other and just like crash. And then, <laughs> you know, like we're both like. 19 and like 22 or something just like giggling at the idea that we just ran into each other that's so fun um like and you know like one of my other bosses like we would do like trivia nights where like we give away some prizes by like having people answer questions like the nice thing about working in a really small blockbuster which the holman road one was was that like it sort of felt like a community shop in that way like the the greenwood one was huge and so that one really felt like you couldn't do a lot versus mm-hmm. like our Holman Road one was small enough that they didn't really care. So if we decide to like give away a rental or whatever, like nobody really cared that much. So we could do stuff like hold trivia nights, you know, whatever, do like themed things. And we would do that often. And I always thought like that was fun, you know, like yeah. then when we get yelled at for doing it, it was less fun. But like that was the sort of stuff that I like envision doing when I thought about working at a video store was having fun right. with movie stuff yeah or like interacting with customers like having a, a customer come in and ask if they could rent um jason in space and like me laughing in their face and like them laughing back because they know what they're renting you know like yeah hey do you have jason x jason in space and it's just like dude i cannot rent that to you and like ah you know like we're all having fun and i don't know like that's the sort of stuff i look back on fondly about that job was just like it was fun sometimes but you know yeah also it's a corporate job and sucks too 
Yeah, that's like that's like that kind of stuff is like why I think it would be really fun to like work at like a like game shop. Yeah. Not a game stop. <laughs> Not a game stonk. Not a game stonk. No, like a yeah, like a board game shop or yeah. like something like that. Like I feel like that'd be really or like a comic book store. Yeah. That would be really fun. I mean, that was why it was fun to work at Top Ten Toys for many years and then it's mm-hmm. Stop being fun with stop being top ten toys. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I stayed at that job for twelve years because it had that feeling of like a a, a community thing, you know, like yeah. a, like a fun atmosphere where you just are having fun with your coworkers, you're having fun with the customers, and it's just like a yeah. cool place to be. I mean, that's like if there was like a third place down in Seward Park was hiring yeah. like not too long ago, like maybe like a year or so ago, they had like a opening. Yeah. And I was like, should I do this? <laughs> you would take a massive, massive pay a cut. Massive pay cut. Massive. <laughs> massive pay cut. Like I don't I think that I would make more money as a teacher. Like yes. which like fully a hundred percent I would make more money as a teacher. Yeah. As like a public school teacher yes. in this system of seattle yes <laughs> they paid like the salary or like the pay that that third place would give me it was like it was a penance right <laughs> um, you may as well not pay like, me at all i i might as well just like show up and volunteer yeah <laughs> but like i was like oh my gosh should i do it and that was like a year ago and i still feel the same way i'm like oh all i need is for them to open up another opening <laughs> i think you would one I think you'd do great at it, and I think you'd have a lot of fun doing it, but it's also like, I mean, not everybody needs a challenge, you know what I mean? Like, some people just, like, show up to work, do their job, and go home. Yeah. And there is a monotony to it that I think, like, might kind of drive you a little crazy after a while. Maybe. Is that so, that's basically the job that I'll take when I quit my corporate shill life. Yeah. And like do try to do like my own thing on the side. I would like probably also look for something like that, yeah. so that I have like something, right? Like something going on. Like like for example, if I uh, were to quit my job like next year in order to like write a book, yeah. For example, that would be what I would do. Is I would yeah. I would go and get a job like at third place or at like a game store or something just to have some income. Mm-hmm. <laughs> basically like enough to pay my mortgage yeah and then just rely solely on my on my fiance otherwise but <laughs> but like to have something and then do my other like yeah. thing that's yeah. like kind of like a part-time ish sort of thing but, like that would be like ideal that'd be so fun to do that while i'm like working towards something more like not meaningful is yeah. not the word that i mean but I know like what you mean. The, the, the thing you know what i mean yeah yeah but man, I, it was just so fun. I think you'd have a. I think you would be great at, and you'd have a great time. Yeah, I. I. That's like one of those things. Like that being a teacher, those are things that I want to do for like at some point for yeah. a small stint. I already worked in fast food. I did that. I don't want to work. I do not yeah. want to do food service ever again in my life. Yeah, I did it. I'm I have. Done. I have a great time talking about movies. I don't want to be involved in that sort of thing whatsoever for the rest of my life again. Same with like. I did the toy store thing. I like in terms of like, basically I'm done doing retail is sort of what I've decided. Yeah. I've done it enough in my life that I don't really want to do it again. Um, but I guess it depends on if it were the right scenario, like a bookstore or like a comic book store. I think you're right. Like, I think that'd be like, okay. 
Okay, here we go. Here what we if go. I opened up a bookstore? <laughs> oh my god. Wouldn't that be so fun? <clears throat> that would be fun. I think you would run a very fun store. It'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. Steven and I have talked about like that's like our like half joking like all right let's just quit and do like this other thing we'd yeah. open up a bookstore uh like cafe mm-hmm. like combo thing somewhere like around here and just be like yeah we're just gonna do that and Here's then a- just see how <clears throat> see how long we can keep it running yeah i don't know <laughs> if you thought about this what about opening a coffee shop like bookstore like a cafe bookstore in like seward park you know what i mean like just oh yeah someplace- and then maybe we could also like get like a local brewer to like set up yeah in it as well just sabotage That'd be so somebody's cool. else's business <laughs> just snake in <laughs> i know oh, or, uh, is like, someone doing thing... this already i had no idea <laughs> um what was it? i think elliot bay just recently like changed ownership yeah um and i just like saw the news about it and i was like damn it <laughs> <laughs> that could have been me it should have like, been I me bought elliot bay <laughs> because you have the equity to do that right you have the capital to i don't think i do no but who knows (laughs) i guess you don't you never you i guess you don't know until you've looked at it but i would assume not i would assume not but i also have no idea like how that works or like how much elliot bay is very successful yeah and so is third place but like for example if third place wanted to get rid of their seward park location yeah Right, and I wouldn't be buying third place. Be I would just be taking moving into over... the location. Right. Yeah. You know what, Taylor? Deal. I'll go. I will retire. I will unretire from retail <laughs> to work for your bookstore. Yes. That you're opening tonight. Today, we're gonna go sign the paperwork. No, yeah, that'd be fun. But I don't know. That, anyways, back to bringing back to Blockbuster. It is yeah. kind of sad, like that blockbuster is gone like just i have not that like the corporate yeah not the corporation is gone but just like that like that thing that yeah the like just i don't know it feels like i feel a thousand years old saying this (laughs) and believe me technology advancing is a good thing like yeah but i do miss like just walking the aisle and like looking at like 12 movies and like deciding which you know like two i want to rent from like the hundreds that are in the store and just like the excitement of like bringing it up to the counter and stuff like that like that i do miss something about that yeah the like vibe yeah it's just that it's like when when something that was done in a retail setting that involved being there that involved having an aesthetic set for around you there's a vibe there's like some human interaction and then that gets completely taken away into just being like you know streaming yeah which is great and much easier and much like i don't i don't know if it's better or worse but like it's way easier for sure but like having that taken away is is like a little bit sad. It's like if I couldn't go to a bookstore anymore. Yeah. That would really suck. It would suck. I mean, it's like I mean, that will never happen. <laughs> Books are eternal. <clears throat> and with Taylor's bookstore opening up soon in Seward Park, you'll go be able to go I know I have to think of a name for my bookstore. Taylor Place Books. <laughs> Has a nice ring to it, huh? It's third place, like P-L-A-Y-S. (laughs) (laughs) 
um, I'll tell you a couple fun games that we played at Blockbuster. Okay. And then we can close out. Um, <clears throat> one was uh, me and like somebody else from a different store would call up and we would like look through like the newest rental applications and we would say like, okay, here's the neighborhood this person lives in and like give their first name and then you would guess based on that information what movies they rented. <laughs> and I thought that was a really fun game. I thought that was really fun. That um, is very fun. I think I'd be really good at it. Right? It's like it feels <laughs> like you're like it's like an FBI profiler. Like it's like like you're really getting to the root of like who this person is, what kind of movies they would rent. So like you would get like somebody from like Magnolia and you'd be like, I know what that <laughs> I know what yeah. they got. <laughs> That's also to, to bring it back to me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about you enough. We're going back to the. <laughs> That's like just sounds like fun because I feel like that would be such a funny thing to do, like in a bookstore. Yeah. Where I just am like watching somebody walk around looking for a book and I'm, like, I'm going to guess what book they're going to pick up from their vibe, guessing what book yeah, they're going like, to get. As soon as they walk through the door, I'll be like, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a man in like a like one of those like dark rimmed like glasses. Like okay, so he's going towards Malcolm Gladwell and uh, uh, here here's the power by Robert Green. <laughs> I already know. Uh... <laughs> 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 or whatever the hell that book is. <laughs> um, and then the last thing I'll bring up was something that I tried for one day at Blockbuster, which was to put a personal touch by thanking everybody, by looking at their card and thanking them by their last name. So, you know, thank you, Mr. Jones, or thank you, mm-hmm. Mrs. This woman came Uh-oh. in. This woman came in. <laughs> oh, my God. She rented movies, and her last name was, I'm going to spell it out first, and then we can figure out what it's what it how it's pronounced. Her last name, F-I-L-L-E-R-U-P. So I looked at it and I said, I almost said, thank you, Miss Filler Up. And I looked at it and it's just like, thanks, ma'am. <laughs> thank you for coming in. Goodbye. And I never did it again because I was like, fill her up. Fill her up. <laughs> it's just like, oh boy, what a either a very clever fake name for herself or yeah. an unfortunate real name. She probably doesn't want to hear that often. So I didn't want to, I didn't want to bring it up. So that yeah, was I'm my, that was up the fill her up family history. <laughs> Family history. They're they. Wait, huh. Hmm. They're actually oh. gas station tycoons. <laughs> you know you say that, but that is what my family was. Gas station tycoons. Yeah, my great grandfather owned a gas station. Really. And yeah, he died in it. Oh. And now it's Just... now he's still his spirit still resides in that gas station. No, well, the gas station doesn't exist anymore because the gas station burned down and he <gasps> died in that fire. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this is so morbid. I don't know why I brought this up. <laughs> hey, um, if you have a family member who <laughs> burned in the gas I station. Died station fire hit us up on instagram <laughs> <laughs> oh 
like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> hey, out there, if you have a veil. <laughs> Hit us up with the hashtag. <laughs> hashtag fill her up. Hashtag fill her up. <laughs> and, uh, hey, if you worked at a uh, Blockbuster and uh, you have great memories, uh, we're sorry and we love you. Goodbye. Hey, pal, did you get a load of the nerd? <laughs>